Petersfield's Shine Radio. Growing Together with Anne-Marie Powell and Claire Dennis. Hello and thanks for joining us in our gardening podcast, Growing Together. I'm Claire Venice and I'm with... Anne-Marie Powell. Nice (laughs) to see you. Nice to see you too. Happy summer. What summer? I know. <laughs> I was wondering what your response to that would be. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to come. We all are, aren't we? Yeah. I've never, ever known a summer like this. Ever. Honestly, in all my memory, I can't remember one that's so wet. We were talking about it at the studio today, and Mary was saying that it, we've had a third of the sunshine that we would usually have in August. Really? I didn't know that. I'm not yeah. surprised. It has been just appalling. Well our gardens show it don't they? Mm. So it's just amazing. Look at the state of my trees and I'm sure that that is because you know they shouldn't be losing their leaves. Look at that one Mm. it's just so bereft. I think they're half dead and it's just they've been subjected to some kind of terrible weather torture this year haven't they? Everything's tried. It has tried hasn't it Mm. to do what it should do but Mm. it's been a a real uphill battle. It's tried but mostly it's failed Mm. as well. It's been difficult to keep going. And it's been difficult to get out here, quite honestly, hasn't it, it as has. well? Here we were this time last month, hoping to be cleaning pots and bikinis. Yeah! And uh, <laughs> I don't know so about you, not hopeful. cleaned one pot in a no. bikini. <laughs> now, I've got a massive pile down there that all need cleanings, but um, it's difficult to keep yourself motivated, I think. And then you come out and you see something flowering and it just sets that magic on again, doesn't yeah. it? In the moment, I can see my glads. Can you see my gladiolus just starting to come lovely. out? Lovely, gorgeous colour. So, really lovely colour but it's so weird that I'm seeing things you know the zinnias have hardly got going and we've got gladiolis coming out the dahlias are so late my pelagoniums have only just started to get going and soon you know in literally a few weeks time we should be bringing them in yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree with you and you know my tomatoes went I think a lot of people's tomatoes got blights. My tomatoes have all gone. All those lovely tomatoes that, well, I think we both did. We we sowed them really early this Mm. year. Um, You know, getting a head start, being on top of things, and lo and behold, haven't got a single tomato. So, so upset about that, because I imported all my seed or bought them from America. You did. (laughs) So they're the most unusual vegetables. And I persevered for ages. And um, then I just thought, oh, no, that's it. They've gone. It's so depressing. But thankfully, other things do do unusual things. You know, most of my annuals, of which I sowed hundreds, got scoffed by the slugs. And actually, my Nema slug, my biological control, just arrived today. And I thought, well, I, I hardly feel like it's worth it. <laughs> They've eaten everything that they can, but I will do it. I'll keep on going because surely next year is going to be better, isn't it? Across the board for all of us, not just talking about gardening, really. So we're on the way up, aren't we now, Claire? I hope so. I do hope mm. so, Emery. I really do. I've already got my bulbs ready. Yeah, they haven't arrived yet, but I've ordered all those. I'm already looking to next year in the hopes that, that things are going to be brighter. Yeah, I'm glad you've got... I still haven't ordered mine. Beating oh, me to not? it. Yeah. We're putting in orders for clients at the moment. I keep thinking I must add some to myself. I've started the list several times and then just been distracted. Just do it. Just do a few. I yeah. don't know if I've finished, but mm. maybe just, just do a few so at yeah. least you've started. Yeah, exactly that. Because mm. really, in September, we could start planting a few of them. You know, all the smaller ones. So the anemones, the muscaris, all the little ones. You can start any, you know... 
we're not supposed to start our tulips until November because of tulip mosaic virus, but why not if they arrived, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, last year I grew amaryllis and that's one thing that I've really succeeded with this year is sowing my sweet peas bang on time. They've been brilliant. You know, I've had armfuls of them and they've only just succumbed to mildew. But amaryllis, if I put a few of those onto my bulb order, I might have them in flower for Christmas and that would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be. Well, they're so, supposed to be, aren't they? They're supposed to be ready Christmas time ish I think mine were about February. Oh, were they? <laughs> <laughs> I was so late. So, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I must do it. Okay. Well, amaryllis. Yeah, no, I've never it's grown them so before. easy. I grow them in just a, a pot, so a glass vase. And um, you can grow them in a pot. And I just put them, don't, they don't go into soil. So I just put them in the bottom of my vase, big vase, and just cover it with gravel at the base just to keep the bulb steady. And then just put a little bit of water, never getting the bulb particularly wet because you don't want it to rot. And then it takes ages as they come up. And then all of a sudden they just sort of go for it. And they're just beautiful come in the most amazing shades you can go for white and pastels if you like but christmas isn't it it's mm. got to be the rich maroon reds and gold tipped and things like that for me the venetian colors colors i think so yeah Ooh. so that's something we'll that you that. could if you're adding to your bulb order chuck a couple of amaryllis onto your list as well and a lovely glass bowl i know <laughs> i know and i smashed one of mine my favorite one last week so yeah, I do need another one. So self-gifting, mm. that's what it's all about. Just it's a little, little that's thing. That's what gardeners <laughs> are doing all the time, actually, isn't it? We're self-gifting and it's good for the environment. It's good for our health and well-being. So why not? <laughs> that's what I say. There's always nice things to give away as well if you've got a garden. So win-win, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, talking of gifting, mm -hmm. we've got a few things to celebrate, haven't we? We really have. Really we should do. be having mm. champagne. Well, I tell you, I have what? bought, just digging in my bag, a couple, oh, of a, cake. a couple of little cakes. It's a year since we started this podcast, so I thought I'd bring cakes. And also, it was your birthday. I know, the big 5-0. So, happy birthday. Thank you. And these are, these look amazing. Well, I've not tried them. I saw them. I thought they looked quite sweet. They're little, well, biscuits. Well, they're called lemon meringatang. There you go. Actually. <laughs> Nothing to do with gardening oh, whatsoever. Oh, well, I think you might have to talk to our lovely listeners then whilst I scoff yes, at exactly. these. <laughs> oh, no, that's delicious. I will dive straight into that oh, face first. Enjoy. <laughs> and also, we have been included on a list mm. of gardening podcasts mm. by Feed Spot Blog Reader, who's listed our little podcast as number 12 in the 25 best gardening podcasts to listen to in the UK. I know, it's, it's oh, incredible, isn't it? Against yeah. the likes of Sarah Raven yeah. and Gardener's World magazine and All gosh, right, it's just us two just having a bit of a laugh and a chat every <laughs> every month with our lovely listeners. So so thanks for listening really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Mm. We do enjoy this and, and it's really lovely to hear that listeners enjoy it too. It keeps us going, doesn't it, actually, is the thing. So it keeps us being accountable, it keeps us gardening and it keeps us looking forward. You know, we've been doing this through the toughest of times and, and now we are. Are, fingers crossed on our way out and next year as you just said 
will be better. It will be. <laughs> Keep thinking that. Mm. It will be. But only if we get going now. September and October are a very busy month, aren't they, for gardeners? They are. And actually, I'm, I'm already starting to water a bit. I know it's been damp, but it's still quite dry. And there are some plants that need quite a bit of watering mm. this time of year, September, October. Still mm. watering my pots every day. <laughs> and feeding once a week on Feeding Friday. But you're right, there are, there are plants that do need watering for sure. Can you see over there? Can you see I've got my first squash my coming up, pan. my crown prince there. So they need a lot of water, of course. Lots of things, they've kind of gone out. You see all the, all the mildew all over my courgettes. I have had some of them there, but they should still be washing. And I'm going to give those a good feed this week as well, again. So, yeah, we must keep up on our washing. Hopefully we're going to have, you know, heat right into the end of September. So, and even if it has been raining, sometimes they do need a little bit more watering, even in the border, some of your plants. Because a lot of the foliage, they create these kind of umbrella effects. And that in a pot, that obviously all the water just runs off rather than into the plant. But it's the same sort of thing with the border. So you do have to keep your eyes out for a little bit of wilt. But yeah, water. I need a water butt this winter. That's something that I'm determined to do. Squeeze it in here into this space somehow. I'm going to put it on my Christmas present list. Good idea. <laughs> well, I, I would like a wormery for my Christmas oh. gift because, you know, just hearing you talk about your wormery and the amount of worm juice you get, how fantastic is that? Oh, so that's I something love I'd it. love to, to have. It's so much fun. I think you should definitely get one of those. I'm thinking about a new oil drum is what I'm thinking in some kind of lovely colour and put it down at the bottom. So by uh, the compost bins, I think it'd look rather smart. They eat loads of things, worms as well. So it's nice to have this kind of circle, isn't it? Where you're putting your scraps into your wormery, or your veg scraps that you've grown, if you've managed to grow much yeah. veg this year at all. Have you been successful with some? Yeah, lettuce has been good and beans. I've had quite a lot of success with beans, although the bolotti beans only just, I don't even know if they're ripe yet actually, but lots of French beans and runner beans. Mm. That's been probably the most successful thing. Even my courgettes haven't really done very well and I was really tending to them. Yeah. So, and I had lots of fruit. Gorgeous blackcurrants. Mm. I love blackcurrants. Mm. So we had loads, and I always bung them in the freezer so then you could make, you know, crumbles in the winter time. Um, yeah. So that's been good. Apples, I've yet to find out. Some of my trees didn't. I mean, there are two trees I have that don't have any apples on whatsoever, but there is one, Discovery, which is an early variety apple, and that's a lovely, lovely, really red apple, mm. like a snow white red yeah. apple and when you cut into it, it's got a little sort of pink inside of it so I'm, I'm really looking forward to trying those because we do have quite a few of those yeah. there's a few russets and I've got a few bramleys but and actually pears again we've got pears on the tree but not as many as as previous years I've only got one apple and it's a sunset and, and that's laden with fruit but I wonder if they might just all fall off onto the ground <laughs> you know and, and the squirrels scoff them as well don't they so oh do they so many grey squirrels and and we have got a lot of them in this garden they're quite funny they jump on top of the pea canes and things across the garden but like you I've had similar kind of good to go with my uh, beans I need to pick loads of them I can see them here so that's definitely got to be supper and blotties just coming up mm. but loads of things I mean goodness me my beetroot has been rubbish this year and I, what I have done because I've missed the boat with sowing a lot of my winter vegetables is I've cheated 
and I've got some plug plants this year. Okay, good so idea. I do have a bit of pak choy going on. I am going to sow some miners lettuce to go through the winter because all the slugs have eaten. I've tried so many times now to re-sow my salads. Oh. That one's okay there. Yeah. Still, we'll get some of that. We need to thin it. But um, I've got I've got a lot of plug plants. So broccoli's done all right, but I have got some extras. I've got some beetroot. I've got some winter spinach and a few other things that I'm going to put a kale, obviously. I'm just going to get through the weeding down in my veg splodge because the weeds have been prolific and then they will go into the ground. And I'll put some in pots as well up here, I thought. Yeah, nice. I, I tend to put lamb's lettuce in pots yeah. over the winter. I thought it's kale lovely. would be really pretty. I've got all these galvanised tubs here. So I thought it'd be my kind of weekend job of kind of getting some winter containers of veg up here. That would look pretty. That would look nice. No, because yeah. it is pretty, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and you just see it outside your, your patio doors. It'll look gorgeous. And when it's really cold and you, you fancy going out there to grab something, you don't have to, to walk all the way across the garden, yeah. do you? <laughs> you just open the door a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm always doing, seem to be doing it in the most inappropriate clothes in the winter as well, <laughs> like my dressing gown or yeah. my nighty or pyjamas. Bare feet. <laughs> yeah, running across the garden, <laughs> scaring the neighbours. So, yeah, so I think up here it might be better on the deck. For everybody. <laughs> Exactly that for everyone. <laughs> everyone concerned. <laughs> so now, September. Yeah. Very, very important month for the first time, really, for the gardening community. Chelsea Flower Show yeah. is not far away at all. Tell me about so it. So excited to hear your plans. <laughs> so yes, no, you are right. It's coming up fast. It's a bit nail biting at the moment because we are doing a trade stand, which is getting bigger and bigger and more gardening all the time for Gaze Burville, which are a local company based over in Alton. And they sell beautiful oak furniture, all handcrafted, hand steamed, bent. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a real honor to be asked by Simon over there to do it. And it's on Main Avenue, pride of position. We're doing a garden with a whole palette of plants that have never been seen at show before, because you're right, it's never been a Chelsea in September before, and likely there never will be. Hopefully there will never be a pandemic which forces the show to be moved to September. But um, I'm very much looking forward to it. There are less gardens because a lot of people have had to resubmit and their garden plans might not work with the planting schemes. But yeah, it's going to be a very unusual, different, wonderful, lovely, inspirational palette of plants for people to look through and see how you can extend your garden through into September, even after a terrible weather of summer that we've mm. had this year. So I'm expecting a lot of grasses, a lot of dahlias, you know, nareens, those late summer, early autumn bulbs. There'll be a lot of dusky colours, a lot of kind of richness to them. And, and the light will be very different. So this is something that's going to be interesting because, you know, you have that spring freshness, don't you, with Chelsea in May. But now we're getting to the tail end of the summer, so the light levels will be lower. And at some point during the day, it will actually be dark. So, you know, the first Chelsea that I did, first one I was involved with was back in 1997 but the first one I did myself in 2010 uh, no 2011 was when I had the first one that was lit it's my second Chelsea garden nobody ever saw it it was getting dark until 10 p.m yeah, of course. but it's going to be quite atmospheric I believe so if you have those late in the day passes I presume they're selling those still um, then yeah you will be able to see Chelsea in a whole new way 
which is very exciting. It sounds amazing. Mm. Just you talking about it there, you know, paints this absolutely gorgeous picture yeah. of, of magical gardens. I know we said it last month, but it does sound like it's going to be pretty special. Yeah, it really will. And it's special to be able to get together with people because I'm an RHS judge and I've been fortunate enough to be asked to judge this year at Hampton Court and Tatton Park all the way up near Manchester. But it's, it's going to be lovely to just see friends that I haven't seen for an awfully long time and be able to talk shop in a way that I always almost took for granted. You know, the longer you get into any sort of job, the more you take things for granted and that it's a given. And, and suddenly to have all of that taken away makes you realise just how fortunate you are to, to have this kind of family of, of professionals and, and companions in that way that I've really missed. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it immensely. So can you give us any hints about what the garden might look like? Oh, yes, absolutely. Ooh, so, so, yeah, so, the, so our garden space is split into two halves and it's very much inspired by Hampshire, about the locale that we are so lucky to live in in Petersfield so the themes that we're using is rural refined it's very much about entertaining friends as we have done in, in recent years and at the rear it gets a lot more wild and that's been based on wild Hampshire so the front will have a lot of Gay's Burville kind of more formal it's quite relaxed in style even in its formal kind of setup but with an outdoor kitchen and a dining space area and the real really lovely thing that we've got is that Sarah Raven is coming to kind of dress all of the tables with Arthur Parkinson who is a rising star of floristry and Instagram sensation so that's going to be an awful lot of fun to deal with with people who come at it from a different way and although I've met Arthur in the last two years over Instagram and social media I haven't met him in person so that's going to be really wonderful and he's very much it like me that more is more so he's going to create these exuberant big massive displays using the Sarah Raven collections so there's going to be an awful lot of colour which I'm hoping won't scare Case Burwell too much. <laughs> that just sent a tingle down my spine because every time <laughs> we've talked about this before I know the Sarah Raven catalogue comes through the door cup of tea sit down <laughs> and just go through it and drool it yeah. just is beautiful her yeah. collections are beautiful so yeah. to be able to see those and have those as part of your garden yeah what a treat. And Lamb and Newt, who are, who are a local company, they're helping us with um, the glassware and all the cutlery as well. So, so it'll be nice to kind of um, get them involved with Main Avenue too. I always think the show is very much a sharing experience. The first garden that I did in, in 1997 was I went as a student and helped Lady Zar Tolimesh to do her garden for the Evening Standard. And I was, went for a day and I ended up staying for seven, yeah. <laughs> volunteering. <laughs> so I just loved it so much. And then in 2016, I was invited by the RHS to do their own show garden at Chelsea. And it was in exactly the same place as I'd gone as a student volunteer all those years ago. And um, Zar came over and we had a really lovely moment where we just, can you remember all those years ago, you know, we were there wielding pickaxes, trying to get a particular sorbus tree into the garden. And actually the six sorbus trees that I have in my garden, the ones that I'm talking are really ailing, are because of that. They're the same trees as we had at Chelsea back in 97, or Zar did, and I helped her plant. Huge impact on my life. That's lovely. So. It's going to be a party, I think, from the sound of things. Hard really work. Lovely really mm. hard work. So to get to it, you are really, you don't know what, what you're doing by the time the show opens, but um, it's, it's going to be super special. So when do you start? When do you actually get into the space? The 3rd of September. So, But I had to catch up with you first, so yeah. And then it's just a manic 
just making sure that everything gets you know where it ought to be it's all finished properly because you know we want to do well and we want to get an award for Simon and Caroline Burville who are just such wonderfully generous people over there in Autumn. And have they designed anything special for this show? Yeah well they're launching a few new pieces actually so the splash sofa which has been extended so it's a really lovely circle so that you can fit as many people as you can around it and enjoy space outside and and there's some of their standard pieces of furniture but they're showing their muscle there it's it's really what they can do and the pieces are beautiful and I've got just a, one small chair over there of it so. with your name on it <laughs> with, with my initials, initials on, on yes. it yeah yes. so and I and I was given that show Ooh, 2017 perhaps so they said you can have a seat at our table anytime oh maybe. lovely that's really so, lovely which is really lovely Chelsea so many memories Claire mm. I could talk to you about it all night it's so lovely to have it back finally that's great and it sounds like a lot of the gardens maybe I mean yours and, and possibly others are influenced by what we've just been through in the last year or so and how we have used our gardens more as an outside space but an extra room really to have if you're lucky to have a garden mm. yeah there are, there are several gardens that are based about that but also about cities I mean Charlotte Harris and uh, Hugo Bug they're doing the main headline sponsors garden for M&G and that's all based about green space and how important it is and part and the community gardening um, in urban spaces and cities. So that's one that I'm very excited to see. There are a few gardens that I'm super looking forward to seeing. Sarah Eberly's another one. I always kind of champion the girls, I have to admit. You know, I know how hard it is to juggle everything. And uh, I would love to see more women getting higher valued gardens to be able to, you know, really flex the muscle and show that we're just as good as the boys. So, yeah. And we are, Claire. We are. <laughs> So yeah, so it's very exciting. And in between that, on the odd evening that I come back, I will be out here deadheading, trying to keep my own garden going as much as possible. Otherwise, when you come round in October, it might all just be a complete jungle more than it is now. <laughs> so we can't have that. The wildlife would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife yeah. would be happy. But there will be things, won't there, that you'll be doing whilst I'm toiling with my spade up at Chelsea. There's lots of things to be doing in September, aren't there? In the yeah, garden? well, already I'm sort of trying to find all the, the brown bags and the envelopes to collect the seeds with because yeah. the sweet williams have, have already dried out and, and you mentioned your sweet peas mine are doing mm. the same they're not not yes. quite ready yet but they're on their way and yeah. so if you are looking to to collect some seed to either you know plant for yourself next year or to, to send to other people then now is definitely the time mm. and do it whilst it's dry not while they're soggy yeah so, exactly um, that's definitely something or I'll just be doing. scatter them in position as well so mm. is the other thing mm. so because they will come up you have to be a bit more diligent with the weeding though is the thing it's difficult I always think to kind of tell the difference between a seed that you want against a weed when they're small I so. let them grow I do let them grow a bit mm. and then I know and then you pull them out yeah so. <laughs> then I know I'm being safe <laughs> and things like strawberries I have oh I don't know what to do with the strawberries I have a patch of strawberries in my front garden because it's my front garden that, that my vegetable yes. and, and flower area is that I've dug up and there's a patch with strawberries and raspberries actually and of course the raspberries all go under the ground and pop up where you don't want them but I don't mind that I quite like a lot of raspberries all over the place but the strawberries send their runners out which is great because then you've got plants for free there are more strawberries but there are loads of the things so I have to cut some away and then I also pop some up as well but that's quite a job yeah. but that's something you know it's worth doing definitely worth doing this well they're not as productive are they after about three years yeah. or so so you're better off to kind of get rid of the parent plant the other plant and just use those runners but 
Yeah, things have been prolific this year in their foliage. Anything that is like a strawberry that's mostly foliage, and I'm just looking at my raspberries that are just taking over the world down there in my small space. They've just gone for it, haven't they, with the wet? Yeah, they have. So, up. you know. <laughs> Blimey. And cut back things as well, like your hardy geraniums and things like that. I've, you know, I've cut back those. I'm a bit late cutting them back, but they've come back again and, and just tidy up a little bit. It's been such an unusual year because I was literally thinking, I wonder if I chop these geraniums back now, if they will give a second flush. I just, I'm sort of getting over trying to do wishful thinking. Do you know what I mean? So, because I've just never known it to be so cold and so wet. Some flowers aren't even out, look. Crazy. It's crazy. There are beckias. I've got red beckias in the garden. And yeah. they have been lovely. Oh, mine have they been have late worked. here. Oh, okay. So, really late mm. here. But they do send up a second flush. Mm. So, but no, everything's been just so unusually all over the place but it will be better. One thing I was thinking about is um, my bird feeders, I took them out. I stopped feeding them because they didn't really need it and they're making a real mess in the borders. But I'm thinking it's about time to start thinking in September that we should start fashioning them up for the winter, shouldn't we? Yeah, good point, actually. So, I haven't filled mine up either because they were getting so soggy. Yeah. They were getting horribly soggy. Yeah. The fat balls were just... Disintegrating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing what they need to be doing. So, yes, good point. Yeah, no, I was Stuck thinking about that. it. So, yeah. you know, I just wondered if you were doing the same. I yeah. haven't been, but I will. Yeah, because I hate to mm. think of them going hungry. Do you? Yeah, and we've got so many lovely birds. We have actually two woodpeckers. We have a, a green woodpecker and a, oh, and I can't remember what it's called. It's the black and white one. Woody? It's a, yeah. <laughs> wish that would be brilliant wouldn't it although that would drive you mad after a while great spotted we have yeah. a great spotted woodpecker mm. and and we've noticed them at different times of the year and before it was the great spotted which is the black and white one with a bit of red and that one was more in the garden earlier on in the year and now it's the turn of the green woodpecker but actually this morning we saw them both there in different oh. places and they seem to go back to the same trees so well i don't know if they're in the same tree but it was lovely to see them both i bet magical yeah, indeed I've a lot this year more than i've ever noticed so we need to look after our birds definitely yeah absolutely so maybe i will dig out and make sure that i've got all my mealworms and everything all the orders up in line so that i can make sure that i'm a bird mummy as well as a children mummy and everything else when you get back from chelsea yeah <laughs> no I'll, I'll put out orders for my 12 year old to do it he loves watching the birds so oh brilliant so yeah it's a job for him to do That's and make him get do. outside and do it so <laughs> you can make them as well, can't you? I have seen. I've never done this, but I know you can make fat balls and things you for, can. for birds. So yeah, good project for the kids, maybe for half term. Yeah, maybe. absolutely. But oh. I am. I'm looking at all the pots I've got now that have got old bits of lettuce in, or got one with a salvia that's about to go over, and things like that. Where I'm thinking, okay, I need to put something in them for the autumn and also put the bulbs in for the spring. That's where my head's going now. I've yeah. sort of moved on from the summer Winter garden. pansies and wallflowers yeah. and things like that mm. could go in, into your pots. And then, and of course, in October, then it's the absolute pot frenzy of planting up with bulbs, if you've ordered them, which I still haven't. So I <laughs> must do it because there won't be any left because that's, that's something that was very clear that, you know, they might run out very early this year. Well, so. I remember you saying that, which is I know. why I had your voice I know. in the back of my head do saying... Do as I say, not what I do. You're going balls. to be the winner here, not me. I'll be sharing them with you then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bring thank them you. Over. That'd be lovely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, interesting. What colours do you think you'll go for this year, bulb-wise, um, then, if you haven't I, I really, I've been getting more and more sort of extreme with 
my colours really. I'm, I've always loved purple and orange, but I've, I'm kind of veering towards even adding in a bit of gold. So it's getting more and more Ooh. regal as we go. Nice. <laughs> Looking it forward really to is. your bulb planting outfit. Yeah. Oh yes, that <laughs> yeah. would be quite glamorous. I like the new ones because I like looking through places like Peter Nissen and Jacquemin and seeing what the new introductions are because a lot of them I'm quite familiar with. I mean, I've been doing this for quite a long time. So I want to see the new. So for bulbs, I kind of feel like I'm the trial for clients and for schemes. And it's quite interesting because when you buy new bulbs, of course, you've no idea what you're going to get. And sometimes the bulbs can look very different from the pictures on the website or in the catalogues. And sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be very bad <laughs> so, okay. so but I like this kind of whole process of, of kind of being slightly out of control with it do you know I'm gonna have to do this very soon like tonight mm. aren't I get my order in otherwise I am gonna miss the boat and and that would be a terrible shame come you know next April when everything's coming up especially on the new ones because they are interesting yeah, aren't yeah, they? yeah, that's, yeah. that's funny you should say purple and orange because I have just ordered purple and orange mm. which I haven't done before which I ones have you go... ordered can you remember I have them written down. Ooh. So I've gone for, they're not new, but I've gone yeah. Continental, which mm. is a, it's a dark, it's quite dark. I do like the dark ones. Mm. Um, mm. So it's a maroony purple colour. Yeah. I think it's a 30, That's, at least a 30 centimetre. Yeah, because I like the one. 60 centimetre. They've got to be tall. Do you go really yeah, tall? Yeah, really, okay. really tall. I like them to That's be big. Yeah. And then I've gone for Copper Image, mm. which is the orangey one. It's yeah. not a traditional looking bulb, which yeah. the Continental is. It's more of a sort of flowery one. Yeah. And actually, like I ordered some... Like a flora um, with a kind of Jessica Rabbit kind of form yeah, to her. Yeah, beautiful. And I actually ordered some, some anemones, some Mr. Fockers, because I love jewels oh from last year. And I thought so that good. combination of the dark dark purple and the orange and that sort of vibrant blue yeah might be quite nice in some pots yeah so absolutely. i've done that that's my start yeah but no, now that I is a start 60 centimeter ones might be yeah quite, the tallest because they just when they come out of the pots they look like this dahlia that's still yet to flower this is chat noir so i notice one is coming finally is, in september but this kind of whole kind of goblet shape that they make it's it's more is more isn't it Claire? it is i've so, learned that from you so. definitely i've ordered so yeah. 200 odd now but yeah no good because you know if you're planting 10 you might as well plant 100 is what i think go for it and layer them up as well so you're making a bulb lasagna mm -hmm. so that you've got the tallest at the bottom then the next layer and the next layer and the mr fockers which is a terrible name but it's a great plant <laughs> right on the top mm. so they just flowered for ever as well they were beautiful absolutely beautiful yeah. lovely lovely bluish color. i kept some in pots just to see if they will come back reliably it's funny isn't it when you really love a bulb it's like do you use that one again or do you change it do you trial it up again and maybe go back to it the year after next we'll try it with different color combinations I suppose, yeah maybe see if that might work don't know no, I, I think, think it had to be something, something different yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will be looking for more anemone decaying bulbs, definitely. That was so good. So good. Yeah. Highly recommend Nearly it. got some white ones. Right. I'm and not I like, so keen on the white no, bulbs. No, I was going to say, I don't, I like colour in spring. I don't like white. White before Christmas. Yeah. With like the pansies or something like that. But, but yeah. after Christmas, I need to see colour. Yeah. So. Gets you going, doesn't oh, it? Oh God, yeah, it does. Yeah. Right. And I do think like the goals, and, and I'm thinking about your copper tulip, that it just gives a little bit of lift as well. So this is why I think that injection of gold is just going to make it look a little bit even more lively, you know? Mm. So we'll Catch um, the sun if we get some yeah. sun in... I don't know, oh, April? please! <laughs> March, April, oh, May time. Oh, golly, please, 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 please. <laughs> It'll be a sunny year all year next oh, yeah. year. And all winter as well. 
<laughs> Here's hoping. Amory, it's been really lovely catching up with you again. So excited about Chelsea. Can't wait to see your garden. Oh and best of luck with it. I'll have done it by the time I see you again. Yeah, you will. Crikey, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great for every faith. <laughs> well, thank you for listening for this month's Growing Together. We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us on 01730 and leave a message or you can email us at team at shineradio.uk. Thanks for listening. See you next month. Together with Anne-Marie and Claire. New every month and only from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Rise and shine with Petersfield's Shine Radio. Rise and shine. Whatever local information comes in, you'll be the very first to know. You'll feel those ribs expand and okay, I'm doing it I'm doing are it are you doing it yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to Rise and Shine you're with Alan Cross this morning what could be better good morning it's good to be with you I'm Harrison RB it's the brighter way to start your day in the Petersphere as long as you're breathing <laughs> you're doing okay <laughs> I'm so, with you Vicky Rise and Shine weekday mornings from 6 with Petersfield's Shine Radio I think that's lovely